Hello everyone and welcome back to the Freshly Podcast. Where we discuss all things modern spirituality, personal development, good vibes, and all that good stuff. I'm Meg. And I'm Tyrese. And we're so happy to be back. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Renaissance. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah, because I really feel like people have been trying to tap into their creativity. I mean, people are like, most people I feel like are just like, you know, I'm a computer scientist or I'm a teacher. I'm not a creative. Like they just put themselves in a box and they just decide that that's not their life calling that, you know, their mom sings and their brother does art. So that just wasn't their genes, you know, and they just like let that be their fate. But I think when quarantine happened, I mean, people were stuck at home. They were trying to, like, get their aggression out, get their anxiety out about the virus and everything going on in the world that they just started, you know, wanting to learn how to make banana bread and, like, paint and Mm -hmm. everything. Like, it's just, like, a really beautiful thing to witness. And, I mean, now we're, like, way past that. Now we're just, like, revolutionized. Like, you know, we're in a different phase now. But I feel like this has really given a lot of people the opportunity to be more creative. Absolutely. So what is creativity exactly? Well, (laughs) I feel like it's just hard to define, but I just feel like Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful gift. It's a mystery. It it really is just that broad, you know? Yeah, and and it's different for everyone. Yeah. It's different for everyone. Exactly. And some people see it as like an entity and some people see it as like a gene. Or a mindset or like a state of being that you have to get into, you know? Yeah, like a destination, which, you know, is not true. And I don't think that... Well, it could be true. I feel like for me, it's it's more Uh of a destination. Like I have to do steps to get there and get into that like mindset and be ready to receive that rather than like... Oh, like to be in that energy. Yes, like, not creativity as, like, oh, my goal is to be more creative. Creativity as more, like, a state, like, a destination for your spirit, you know? Ooh, spicy. I like that. I like that definition a lot. And a definition that I wrote down just, like, kind of to sum up, like, some of the stuff that I was thinking about is creative living, like, the life of creativity is living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than fear. So living like intrigued by like oh what would happen if I did it this way instead of the way that my parents do it or what would happen if I did this even though it makes me uncomfortable like trying to get you know you've all we've all heard the like draw outside the lines think outside the box but like I mean essentially that's what it comes down to in a nutshell right well and it's like it's like that um that quote that always goes around like three times a year and it's like well-behaved women rarely make history or things Mm. like that you know it's like people who follow the rules don't necessarily get that um creativity they don't get outside the box because they're following the box that's painted in but so much art comes from art well art and discovery in general comes Mm. from people telling other people like you can't do this no like this is wrong or like you can't feel this way you know and so much so many like paintings and things and like just it science, comes out of that scientific yes exactly like yeah. even some scientific discoveries like things that were never meant to be together um in my in my watch the guy talks about um it's a ted talk and he talks about like uh who, who what's his name charles darwin charles mm-hmm. darwin and he's studying all these different branches of things and it's like they don't they shouldn't really go together but that's how he came up with his theory of um, evolution. Yeah, so people, like, kind of were saying, like, 
those things don't mix. Like, why would you think that way? But then that's the exact thing to be afraid of is standardized, normal, like, thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. Interesting. And yeah, I, think- I mean, we kind of we kind of went off on a tangent there a little bit, but at the same time, at the same time, another thing that I want to say from that mm-hmm. um, TED talk because it was it was interest it was not my favorite TED talk, but he had a lot yeah. of really good points. Let me uh-huh. see. Oh my gosh, my note is acting funky here. That's me um, with every TED talk, though. I'm like, where is this guy going? Like, I can't listen to this anymore. And then all of a sudden, exactly. I have like some epiphany because like it, all of a sudden it gets really good. So what he says is. Most creativity comes from taking something from somewhere else and putting it into something else. You know, like I watched and that. I had n- Did you really? I watched that TED Talk. Did you Wait, really? No way. I, oh yeah, my gosh. I looked up It's like, by creativity. Tim Harford. Yes. I mean, yes. I didn't watch the whole thing, I will say. Yeah, it was kind of boring. I didn't really want to watch the whole thing, but I figured mm. I couldn't recommend it if I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh um, my gosh, I did. I love that one, too, because it's like, yeah, you're not going to come up with something that's absolutely original because there's too many humans and we've been around too long. You know, that, like, it's just not possible. I absolutely. I absolutely agree. And um, there was something you wrote in this note that I read and I was like, yes, yes, yes. It was kind of in that vein. It was like, um, let me find it. Was it, I think it, it was might have been bottom. done before, but it hasn't been done by you. Yes, that's exactly Because yeah, yes. that's, like, such an inspiration to me. Like, here's the problem. Like, I, we all deal with this, I feel like, is just, like, well, I'm sure that's been done before, you know? And, mm-hmm. and especially if you get into the mindset of, oh, let me see if it's done before, and you look it up, that will kill you. Absolutely. And I need to get out of the habit of this because when I don't look it up and I just follow it and I go for it and I finish the project, I feel so good. And and you just love it. Right. It's like it's like having a child. It's, like a little it's baby. literally like having a child because you put your all into this thing yeah. just to watch it grow and watch other people love it. And it's so amazing. I find myself getting into I'm going to cry right now because this is something that I'm really struggling with right now create mm-hmm. creative living just Me living too. that way because yeah. i i get stuck in the mindset like with music like oh somebody else did this before mm-hmm. or like oh this sounds like not what i was picturing in my head or this sounds yeah. like something that i've done before you know yeah. but then i'm like well what's wrong with that it's like exactly. i'm i'm putting myself into this so why am i belittling it you know why can't exactly. i say what what I, what i want to say regardless of if someone else has said it before yeah because like the nature of it is even if it's like kind of similar it's going to be completely different like in theory it might be the same thing but in the end it looks completely different just because you're a different person and like your experiences and like everything you know and so there's actually no way unless you're sitting there and photocopying something you know Mm -hmm. for it to be the exact same right well and like for music it's like you can have songs that sound the same like you're you're influenced by other people creativity Mm -hmm. is like totally influenced by the people that you're around and the the people that you enjoy like Mm -hmm. the people whose creativity that you enjoy you know yeah and so it's okay to have influences like that but i think we get caught up so caught up in we need to be original we need to make a name for ourselves we need to be um, making headlines and number ones and um, magazine covers and all that good stuff but we we don't you know I well, like that I and think the people that are famous the people that do have all those things had years and years that were off print exactly. off the media that you don't hear about you don't hear about all their struggle and everything like the media makes it seem like oh this person was born they were perfect they were amazing and here they are today a billionaire you know they mm-hmm. don't like really give you the in between no, they really don't. They really don't. It's just, it's so, it's such a difficult thing, you know, because create, like, today, creativity is, it's capitalized upon, you know. Mm. People aren't, there's so many people in this world, not to, like, shut anybody down because everyone's, like, everyone's art in whatever form that may be is worth it, you know, yeah. but there's so many people who just do art to be famous, that just do it to to 
you know, get that recognition, you know, like, well, oh, I want to be a... lifestyle is, like, romanticized, I would say. Exactly, absolutely, and I think that that really holds us back because we're so, we're striving for success rather than vulnerability, and I think vulnerability mm-hmm. is where creativity comes from the most, is being able to to be wrong, to be to show your opinions and to be and, imperfect. Um, the way you think exactly to be imperfect that's a much better way to put it no but yeah just like being open to the possibility whether it's like worth even showing someone or not like mm-hmm. that's something i'm working on right now is like i can paint this thing while i am just sitting here and like i don't need to put it anywhere it doesn't need to go on some sort of instagram that i want to start right. in the future I don't need to show it to anyone because that's just how it is. And, like, we are surrounded by creatives that, like, now make a living off of it, which is beautiful. And, like, the starving artist mentality, I feel like, is kind of going away, which is also beautiful. But, like, it doesn't need to be something, like, that we show to anyone. And even, Mm -hmm. like, um, I did, like, a June poetry challenge, and I didn't show anyone any of my poems because they were all just, you know, like... I don't write poetry. That's not something I do. Yeah. But it was good to start my day or whenever I did it, just like feeling like I'm going to do this thing because it's scary and it sucks and I don't feel confident in it. But like, it's just going to be here in my journal and like, it was a really good way for me to like, it was a really good way for me to just like put my emotions into words, like no matter how artist like you know no matter how weird it was i, I know felt exactly almost, yeah wrong i almost felt like an imposter for doing it because i was like i'm not right. a writer well, in any sense but i encourage but who's you guys to say that to do that you know who's to say who's to yeah. say that you're not a writer you can be whatever you want you know it's exactly. like i wasn't like i used to say like yeah i'm not really a songwriter I, mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I write some songs, but it's just, like, a hobby, you know? But then mm. that but comes from is, the, menta- the mentality of manifesting what you want to do and those things that you really, really love to do. You know, once you start to say, I am an artist, I am a, a songwriter, yes. you know? I am a, a scientist. That's when your creativity is allowed to blossom because you're not holding yourself back. And there's a difference between humility and holding yourself back. You know, mm. humility is like showing that, oh, um, I know that I'm not perfect and I'm choosing yeah. to share that with the world. I want you to see what what I struggle with and what makes me happy, you know, even though even if it's different than yours, you know, and I don't care if you don't love it because it's something that I love. And that's an attitude that isn't really um, it's not uh, nurtured mm. in our culture that much, which is a struggle. Oh, yeah, it's, like, that cycle of self-sabotage. You were saying, like, instead of, like, being just humble, you get in the way of yourself by, Mm -hmm. like, not calling yourself a songwriter because then that, like, affirms in your brain that you're not quite at that destination. Instead of just saying, I am this, affirming that that's where you're working towards and that's what you're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've... I've dealt with that too because I'm like, oh, but I'm a student studying graphic design, so I shouldn't really say that I'm a graphic designer. Right. Because, oh, that's so wrong of me because I'm still learning, but we never stop learning. So then why... Exactly. Why take away the title when we're constantly learning till the day we die, you know? Mm -hmm. Or at least I want to learn until the day I die. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Going back to that um, TED Talk, um, we're so caught up on like... So he he used this metaphor of the crossword. The mm. crossword. You're doing a crossword and you get caught up on the wrong answer. There's like you thought that's what the answer was. Like let's say it's like um the the answer is cereal box. Mm. You know, and that's but that's not that's not what fits in the box. It doesn't fit, but you can't come up with anything else. Ooh. Well then going to do something else gives room for that right answer to come in. You know, so being stuck on one problem is an opportunity to work, not only work on something else that inspires you, um, but also to like uh, give give your little your brain a little bit of a break. I kind of got lost. I thought that kind of worked in, but I think it was a completely separate subject. So I want to talk about it at a different point. Oh, okay. You just want to cut that out? Yeah, probably because I I thought it fit, but it didn't. 
I didn't manufacture it in my brain as well as I wanted it to come out. Well, we could talk about that. I kind of wanted to talk about, like, how when you are frustrated with your creativity or something, you can, like, step away, do something else, and you come back, and it's, like, you see everything in a new point of view. Yes, absolutely. I did want to talk about that. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, we can talk about it whenever. (laughs) I, you know what, I really, I think for this podcast, I don't think we need to, like, I just really enjoy talking about it, and I think it's really stimulating to just to just chat about it. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care what what topics we hit, how much of this we hit. I think it's really important to hear people like for people to hear like the struggles to to show that they're not alone. You know exactly. Um, I can just respond to that crossword thing if you want. Yes, I would love that. Yeah, or I maybe love that. let me it's let like me so explain it. Let me explain it one more time so perfect. that I can get better thoughts out. Perfect. Okay, so going back to the TED talk, um, the guy he talks about this example of um, the crossword. You're doing a crossword and you think you know the answer to one of the questions, um, but it ends up not fitting in the box. Well, you can't think of another answer. You're stuck on this wrong answer. Mm. Well, he decides that the best way to circumvent that and overcome that is um, to do something else. It gives room for the right answer to come in when you come back because when you do something else, your brain um, just it clears itself. It's like you're thinking about some, something other than that wrong answer, so you have room for the right answer to come in. Um, right. And so that just shows like being stuck on one problem is just an opportunity to work on something else. Like if I'm writing one song and I'm like, yeah. I... I don't love it. I'm like kind of stuck right now. Well, I'm going to go work on a different song. Exactly. Or I'm going to go write a little bit and then come back to it and be like, oh, you know, maybe this thing I wrote could fit in here. Or, you know, oh, now my juices are flowing a little bit better. But yeah, yeah, I think stepping away is exactly Mm -hmm. stepping away and sleeping on it is just the, a really good way to circumvent that, um, that those roadblocks that come with creativity. Definitely. It's like the, um, study, I don't know, I feel like I've just heard people talk about this, I haven't actually read it, um, but, like, the Mm -hmm. study where the guy was, like, he took people into a room and he tracked, like, what they were thinking about or whatever, or, like, he asked them what they were thinking about, and he was like, okay, guys, for five minutes, don't think about gray elephants, and what happens, if I tell you this right now, don't think about gray elephants, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Uh, where I'm not actually going to give you 30 seconds, but, like, you literally can't think of anything else. Or you can't think, mm-hmm. like, you can only think of elephants because that's just how the brain works and you just get, like, attached to it. It's like when you're meditating and you just, like, can't stop thinking about one thing. I feel like that's yep. what happens when you're working on a project. It's just, like, your brain is going in circles and circles and circles. You can't get past, like, what idea you have for it and you can't, like quote-unquote think outside of the box so like yeah absolutely totally, like going away from it clearing your brain and coming back is perfect and that's why like meditation actually helps with creativity I feel like and sometimes I have like meditated for that purpose because I'm just like I need to stop getting out of my head or like mm-hmm. or I need to <laughs> I need to stop need to... being in my head is what I meant to say. yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. it's just yeah, it's, crazy it is crazy yeah because we Go this. I just I said I didn't love this TED talk, but he just dropped so many nuggets in there that I mm-hmm. just like really loved. Um, he talks about this idea of um slow multitasking, you know, mm-hmm. and so that like you're doing multiple things at once, but it gives your brain an opportunity to break the cycles that you keep getting caught in, you know, and it's not like. Do like you're Snapchatting and watching, uh, you know whatever TV show you're watching and doing that at the same time. It's more of a slower process, but it helps relax your brain and train it to be more creative and think outside the box and bring other ideas from other places. Um, Interesting. It's just it's just amazing, you know. I I have a hard time. I have a hard time because I I get so focused and I I start. I'm such an in my head kind of person, so I think about one thing and then I trip on the other and then I'm all of a sudden I like like it happens within seconds like I'll like think of something I'll pick up my phone to go and google it and then all of a sudden I'm like whoa 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 Tyrese we gotta we gotta we gotta backtrack and then I go okay so I was thinking about um babysitting children 
Winnie the Pooh. What is that Winnie the Pooh movie that I used to watch as a kid or something like that, you know? <laughs> and, and so it's like, I just go to the next thing, the next thing. and But the slow multitasking idea kind of helps me um, focus. I just remembered something that I saw tweeted and I actually wanted to try it. Um, oh, somebody in Ash Astrology Twitter, mm-hmm. um, they had tweeted something like, work on being present in the moment. When you're doing something, focus only on that thing. If you find your mind wandering, snap it right back and see how that changes the way yeah. that you think about things and the way that you do things and your creativity. And I, I think like that's, that's a really good... quarantine's taught me because I'm just like, well, okay, I said I love multitasking, but it's only because it, like, in the past, it's made me feel productive. But, right. like, the real productivity does come from, like, the flow state and focusing. I would agree with that. That's amazing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like changing, trying to train your brain almost. It's like mental exercise to be like, Absolutely. no, I'm not going to like get up and do that right now or like text that person. I'm going to do this. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of like how so many people, like you said, like s- snapping back to focus. So many people kind of try to force themselves or I have in the past force this- yep, themselves to create, force themselves to be creative. It's like you can't really like flip a switch and have it happen no and it's so interesting because so many people do that like you hear i've there's this thing and it was like kanye west decided that he was gonna make one new beat every day of the summer like a long time ago and that like helped him cultivate his art and how how he works and i think that's interesting but i don't think it's effective because forcing yourself makes it a chore and not fun yeah, because even with that poetry challenge, it was a to-do on my mm-hmm. list every day. So it kind of got like, oh, I guess I got to do that. And it's just for yep. the... But I have been thinking about doing like a drawing challenge or something artsy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I never end up starting one because, yeah, I do have some suspicions about it. Because it's like, yeah, maybe that would make me not like it more. But then maybe also it would be good because it gets you into a rhythm and a ritual. So it's like there's two sides to it. But it's like I just kind of want to dance with it and not try to force it to come, I guess. Yeah. Like like you want it to be a dance and not not a war. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. I'm crying over this right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) People are going to be like, why did they laugh? We'll just cut this out. I love it. (laughs) No, but it's like, it's like being a content creator. That's such a, like, that's a job nowadays. Isn't that insane? That people can say like, oh, what do you do? And then like, I listen to David Dobrik's podcast and he talks about how like, when people say, oh, well, what do you do? He doesn't want to say, oh, I'm a YouTuber. You know, like, that's kind of weird. You know, an influencer is also a little bit weird. You know, so he just says, I'm a content creator. And those content creators, they um, have to make that time every week. They say, okay. Yeah, exactly. They say, this is what I'm going to do, and this is when I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know? It's very like it's structured. Like it's their job. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's all about, like, finding your, your niche slash voice slash groove. Yeah, no, the beauty of the content creators, and I've thought about this too, like, we have this schedule going where we have to, I mean, I don't know if podcasting is creative, but it is. Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, it is. But I'm just saying it's a little bit different than, like, other creative For things sure. in my life. So it, it doesn't necessarily feel the same. I have, like, a fire when it comes to... Well, yeah. okay. Okay. I, this is too much to explain right now, but... <laughs> um, yeah. No. So it's, like, you have that schedule. So then you have to make time also for stuff that you don't have an inherent schedule for. Mm-hmm. I was even thinking about, like, oh, maybe I should start a design Instagram because then I would have to be creating this stuff on a schedule. And then I was like, no, that'll just stress me out, you know? Yep. But even if you're not doing it for anyone or showing it to anyone, just make time for it, whether that be, like, two hours, like, a week on a Saturday mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah, and I think I I really like that idea. Like, now you've got me thinking about, okay, well, how can I do that? How can I make time mm-hmm. for it? Because I, this was something I struggled with during the school year this year. I oh, was yeah. so frustrated doing 
music in school that I was like, I don't have time to make music for myself. I would spend like an hour in the practice room at like 11 p.m. at night because that was the only time I could get in there, you know. And so I was so frustrated and I was ranting to one of my friends um, and I was like, I just don't have time for it. And she told me, you you just need to make time. You know, you have time for Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Even if it doesn't seem like that, you just have to create time for for yourself. Create that space to do it. Because no matter how busy you are, there are always places where you can do it. Like, I could spend my evenings watching TV, or I could spend my evenings, like, making music or whatever. Exactly. Or, like, even just writing to, to like, generate something to, to be able to go off of next time I sit down at a piano. Like, yeah. little strides help. Definitely. Or even just allowing yourself to, like, creatively release in any way that you want to, like, at that moment, you know? And not mm-hmm. forcing a certain form. That's what I'm kind of playing with right now is, like, I might be in a creative mood, but that doesn't mean I have to force myself to do, like, some project I'm working on. I might be creative yeah. in a creative mood, but more in a releasing way, in a way that I just want to, like, mindlessly watercolor or just, like, sing along mm-hmm. to my favorite songs. Yes, absolutely. I feel like when it comes to the time thing, just that's where the affirmation comes in of, of like, I have all the time in the world. Like, I have mm-hmm. enough time. Just to reiterate that to yourself and just, like, make that space and, like, that comfortable feeling of, like, just taking the anxiety away of, like, all the structure and all the time. Because time yeah, is relative. Exactly. And, you know, it feels so different right now. And I've thought a yeah, lot about I was it. Just, I was just about to say, like, time doesn't mean as much anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I could, like, today I was, like, it was so weird. Because usually I'd be, like, oh, my gosh, six hours is a lot of time. But I was, like, when I woke up from my nap or whatever, I was, like, okay, well, I have to do the podcast in six hours. I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm scared of that or I don't know if that's a long time, mm. you know, but it goes by fast. It's just so different than like in class. I'm like, oh, my God, like, in oh, six dang. hours, in yeah. six hours, I'll go to bed, you know, like that seems so far away. But yeah, it's so, but it's then very, some days it's very it interesting. Feels so short. I was listening to this podcast today where, shoot, I'll, I'll put it, well, it's the creative pep talk podcast, but um, I forgot her name, but. She um, was saying how time feels slower now because we're in the same physical space, which I did already kind of think that, but Mm -hmm. she was explaining time like this. I know that this episode is not about time, but I just think this is really interesting. So, like, she was saying the reason some years of your life feel so um, long and beautiful and luscious, you know, is because you have all these different boxes. So 2019 felt, like, really long for me because I had, like, the box of, like, my like depression in the spring and like the box of my van build the box of my yoga time the box of this like beautiful time in the fall and the box of this and this and this and this all these random things all these different places all these different people hold different memories and boxes but then when I think of 2019 or 2020 sorry I think of like the box of quarantine the box of school the box of this and the box of January through March which was very long ago it feels like so it's a lot less boxes because we're in the same place doing the Mm -hmm. same thing and we're trying to find structure we're trying to find routine but that only makes the boxes smaller right does that make sense so like the less boxes there are the faster the time goes absolutely yeah because there's less things to break it up you know, yeah. you have less memories because the days blend together. Yeah, it's like she you know, said, like, like, think about the times. Think of a specific memory you have of brushing your teeth. You think of that in a giant vat of, like, mm-hmm. all the times. You don't think of one because they were all the same. Right. Except for maybe the time you learned or something. But you didn't even... Right. Well, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, like, 2020 to me just feels, mm, feels like a dream absolutely well and i think like as we make as we make continue to make those boxes smaller i think it gets easier and easier to um say like to realize that time is not the problem in Mm -hmm. your lack it's your lack of 
creative motion. Maybe not your lack of creativity, mm-hmm. but if you want to create something, you know, I I recently got a tarot reading um from this uh this uh this reader. Her name is uh Universal Imani. I I believe that that's her handle on um on Twitter as well. Um and she she's one of the only people that I trust to like get a reading from and she um in this month it was a lot about like stasis you know you're so afraid to move backwards that you're focusing on not moving backwards rather than moving forward and that's causing you to keep that stasis so as these boxes continue to get smaller we're realizing that that's that time is not the problem you know it's that you're worried about moving backwards and you're not pushing yourself to move forward you know and so i think on the things you want more of and to do more of than focusing on the stuff that you didn't like doing yes yes absolutely absolutely so once you realize that you create your time you have the time you now you have more time than you've ever had in your entire life to be creative and do these things you know like it it should inspire you Definitely. you know and, and i know i i can't speak for everyone because sometimes i'm like i don't want to do anything i can't bring myself to do anything creative that day but then you can't complain once we get back to things that Oh, I don't have time. It's just a right. a really You have had I, the time, but it doesn't Exactly. It doesn't equate that you will be like motivated to do it or you mm-hmm. will do it. Yeah, so it's like what is stopping you? What is really right. stopping you if it's not is the yourself. time? And that's been your excuse. Yep. And it's the fear. It's the fear and it's your ego and it's Absolutely. And it's your idea of perfection and or I'm saying this to myself, you know, but Mm -hmm. I actually have a really good, or I have a journal prompt that I wrote down. I heard this like months and months ago, so I don't remember where it originated from. But um, it's kind of like with the whole thing of like your lows and your low moments and your times in the past. And then like moving forward, like trying to have less of those, but then also have like more highs and stuff like that. Not that like you're trying to you know, have a recipe of your life, but just kind of identifying triggers of creativity and how, like, things that make you feel creative and things that kind of, like, Mm -hmm. drain your energy, if that makes sense. So that's basically what it is, but for 48 hours is kind of suggested. I feel like one day is also good or however long, Um, but you can write in your journal, like, your high moments, like, I just felt so happy, I felt so content, or I felt so peaceful, and this is what I was doing, or this is what I did right before, um, and, like, and then how you're feeling creatively, creatively, (laughs) and then, um, you also, like, take note of the low times, and then kind of what triggered those, like, oh, I was feeling low because I went on Instagram, and then I felt bad about my body, or, like, my mom argued with me, so I felt low, and then Mm -hmm. you can kind of move forward and just understand how they inspire you i think as well going back one more time to that ted talk he talks about um this woman who uh when she was working on pro prog on projects i was gonna say progress when she was working (laughs) on projects she dedicated a box a cardboard box to each one and she would write the name of the project on Mm -hmm. the front of it and as she was going she would take the things that inspired her like a little bit for that project and put it in the box. So I think I like that. with what you're saying, you can write down a memory or take a piece of your rip out a page of your journal like from that day that inspired you to write the song or paint this art piece or you know to think this thought and put that in this box so that you never forget so that you always have something to come yes. back to and you can um have those those things so remind you of those happy days or those lower days or those days where you were just stagnant or those really great ideas that you had i think separating those or even you could even do it online you could make folders for those Mm. and um and just like keep them on your desktop it's like mood boarding but yes like in a more intentional sense yeah because it's like if you know that nature makes you feel really inspired you can put that more into your life because it's like take mm-hmm. hold of like what inspires you and then try to figure out how to have more of that like exactly podcasting really inspires me so i do prioritize it yeah so i totally prioritize it and i definitely want it like 
to be consistent because I know that I'm consistently like learning, growing, and mm-hmm. inspired. Exactly. I realized that too. Like that when we weren't doing the podcast, I feel uh-huh. way less inclined to better myself and to mm. like think think creatively, think in new yeah. ways and think of, oh, this is interesting. I'd love to talk with Meg about this and see what she thinks, you know? Yeah. And things like that. Um so I'm so I'm so glad to keep on doing it you know yeah um with you so with grateful. such a good partner i'm so happy oh my gosh um, no but you. Like, All right, so let's start with our goals. Okay, um, so for my goal from last week, it was um, to uh, work on my communication skills. Um, I've, uh, if you didn't hear last week, I've been struggling a little bit with um, getting what I need and letting people know what I need out of mm-hmm. um, relationships and life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I did a, a pretty good job this week. Definitely there are some things that I could have done better. However, um, with the whole communication thing, I've realized that there are times when it's not really worth it to speak up because mm-hmm. it depends who you're talking to. Some people just it goes out the other year, you know. Exactly, exactly. Or they they'll get defensive about it, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, it's not worth it. Like what I need is not worth the fight right now, mm-hmm. and I can talk about it. Like because it's something that I could live with. Like, mm-hmm. um. I don't want to expose anyone, so I'm not going to talk about my example. But Well, That's I'll talk okay. about it with you, and we can just take it out. But, like, where I was at, I went to a thing with my friend this week, and mm-hmm. her ex-boyfriend was there, and he was, like, he wasn't really flirting with this girl or whatever. Okay. Like, they were just talking because they're work friends or whatever. And so yeah. my then my friend was like, oh, my God, how shady of him to be flirting with her in front of me, all this stuff. It's all about me. I can't believe he'd do that. He's such a, a douchebag. And I was like you know, I'm frustrated that you, and I said, I said a couple times, like, don't make assumptions. Like they're, they're not together. You don't know that. You don't know if he's doing it to spite you or anything. Exactly. Um, but then I, she like, it kind of, like you said, went in one ear out the other. Mm -hmm. So then I, at that point I was like, you know what? It's not worth communicating that he's my friend as well. And that I don't want to hear this part because she is relying on me for that. And so it's not worth the fight of like, betraying her in that way so you know so it's like you kind of want to like see which which is more important in the moment like exactly your relationship with her or getting your point across and defending him exactly so um so yeah with communication huh. i think that what i've realized is that you as long as you are recognizing what you need it doesn't necessarily need to be said because there are other ways that you can do it yourself to Ooh, to help really get what like you need that. from these other people, you yeah. know, be, without starting like a fire between the two of you, you know. Yeah. So it went pretty pretty well because I did okay, pretty fairly well for the rest of yeah. The and things. I feel like you've had like an epitome of sorts, like epiphany. I am so sorry. Yes. You've had like yes. an epiphany of sorts, like moving forward, you just understand. Because okay. I used to, like, always say, I'm such a confrontational person, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. I love it, blah, blah, blah. You know how people kind of just put themselves into a box, like, oh, either for confrontational sure. yeah. or not confrontational. And I used to always say that. And then I kind of realized over time I did see the value in, yeah, just kind of some people don't communicate well with confrontation. And mm-hmm. sometimes it just does not achieve the right goal. So lately, especially with politics, especially with Black Lives Matter movements and coronavirus, obviously, a lot of movements I feel really strongly about, or even like fast fashion last night, like my mom and her boyfriend were talking and I, you know, I said a little thing and then I kind of just shut up and I just thought, you know, I don't need to confront anybody right now because sometimes it's just the best to like just think it and know what you need in that moment is not being given to you but and you're not being like respected but you just can't 
gain that respect right now. Exactly. You know? It's not it's not worth the fight at this moment because yeah. you know that you're lacking it and as long as you recognize it and you can journal about it mm-hmm. cuz not everything is going to go right, you know. Yeah. Not everything is going to be that like, oh, we talked about it and now it's good, you know. Like right. it's just it's, not worth it's it. It's baby steps. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. There's a time and a place. Yeah. So what was your goal? <laughs> what was your goal for this? <laughs> last week? How did your goal go? Okay, so my ask. last week, or my goal last week was to prioritize my creative pursuits and, like, long-term goals over, like, short-term work deadlines yep. and little stuff that just, I, I was feeling overwhelmed, you know? And so I was, like, pushing back, pushing back on all the stuff that inspires me. And so I didn't like that. I wanted to work on it and the thing is I still need to work on it it's just um one of those things like I'm constantly going to be finding that balance and I think I was much more cognizant of it though and I noticed the patterns um like even though I kind of fell into the same traps of wanting to do the short-term stuff just to make my stress go away because mm-hmm. that's how I function is, like, I see stuff to do that's due, due next week. I'm not going to work on anything else because I need to get it done, you know? Right. Um, and so I think I was just, I just became more cognizant of my patterns and how in the future I can kind of try to, like, balance that out a little bit and okay. um, not associate the stress with the deadlines. But I'm still working on it. And yes. <laughs> what's your goal for next week um that's a tough one because I I realize like I haven't really thought about it all that much but mm-hmm. I think I want to try and get back into um my spiritual practices because I've been kind of yes. lacking just because I've been exhausted I don't have the energy but there's a lot of big things coming up this week mm-hmm. like um there, there's like I I don't know if I told you this but I joined a coven um a what like, a coven like of like Whoa. witchy witchy girls which is like kind of cool my friend she's she's been in it and she's like we're looking for a fourth person and I was like you know what I'm interested but um that's really inspiring me to like to do more because I wow. just I've just let it go I haven't done any ritual yeah. I haven't done any candle work really other than like a few things here and there but I it really helps me and I feel more in control of my situations when I know that I'm putting in actual work rather than just hoping and then pretending I'm putting in work like in my head when in actuality there's a lot more that I could See, do. Yeah, I definitely do so, that. I'm definitely like so, manifesting and then I, I do the bare minimum and then I forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, so that's my goal is to, to do a little more spiritual practices and okay. work and the work behind those to get what I need. And making time for it. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so... Yeah, my goal for this week is kind of bouncing off last week. So I'm finding that balance, you know, trying to make that time Mm -hmm. for myself. And in that vein, I think I just want to, like, not take myself less seriously because I feel like I do take myself seriously and it's fine. You know, it's fine. But I mostly I just want to, like, give myself more space to, like, follow my curiosities in the sense of, like, allowing myself to have more fun. Because it is yeah. summer. It is summer. And, um, like, one of you the like things forget, I was reflecting on the other day was, like, yeah, was, like, fun and adventure, I guess, like, category of life. And I just felt like... You know, sometimes I hold myself back. I think, ooh, oh my gosh, how cool would it be if we went up to the rim? Or how cool would it be if I did this watercolor thing I was just thinking about? Or um, or even a spiritual practice. I'll think about mm-hmm. like, oh, like it would be really cool to let this go or to ritualize this in this way. And I have these ideas and then I think, oh, no, no, no. Like snap back to it, Meg. Like you have this right. work to do tonight. You got to dedicate three hours to this, this, and this, and then you got to go to bed, you know? Yeah. And I tell myself these things and I make it so harsh. I feel like lately I've just made it a little bit harsh because I think I'm, I'm feeling the, um, I'm feeling the date of school starting creeping up on me. Yeah. So I'm starting to go like full, full sicko mode you know Mm -hmm. um but like I just need to give myself some space to have fun absolutely so I like planned a camping trip this weekend and I'm just like really this is the start to um letting myself be human because I have been um like I have been exercising 
and stuff and like journaling and everything like that but I feel like I just need to allow some fun so tangent over no that's that's awesome that's a really good because I realized like I guess for me right now it's kind of mm-hmm. the opposite like I like my last week I needed to add a little bit more structure you okay. know because I've been just doing like the fun stuff oh, I don't feel like doing this I'm gonna go into right. this, you know? and yeah. so I think it's interesting how you and I are like kind of opposite at the moment you know like I gotta get a little more serious about things and devote uh-huh. time to things and you want to like let your wings fly a little bit you know but I think that's representative of what we've been up to during this whole time period you know because you've been working and grinding and doing all this stuff exactly whereas I've been like most of my days I've spent no that's not that's not true that's not true I don't mean to put out I don't mean to put out a false persona because it's not it's not like I'm perfect it's not like every minute is google calendared but it just means that like this is how I'm feeling lately and the thing that kind of sparked that goal was not only like the past week and how I feel like my self-talk has been like I explained Mm -hmm. but um I'll just tell you about this cool thing I heard about this thing this morning when I was watching this video about impossible lists so impossible list so it's like another journal prompt I have like so many written down for this episode just because like so many will like spark creativity, but this one Absolutely. is basically instead of a bucket list where it's very like general, like, Ooh, like visit here, do this, blah, 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 blah. Bucket lists are very like, I don't know, Pinteresty commercialized where they're not really attainable. They're just like, Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, but an right. impossible list contrary to the name is basically things that you want to do before you die that you genuinely want to do because you know that they'll grow you as a person help you learn more blah blah blah. so I I had all these things in my head the past like five years of just like how cool would it be to like help um start a low-waste store help start a yoga studio eventually work for a charity in some Mm -hmm. point in my life um you know visit South America like visit three countries in Africa whatever it is or like climb Mount Kilimanjaro I'm just kidding but um like stuff like that things that you know that you want to do before you die that you will do like run like a 5k or something and so you write it all down in like separate categories and I did that this morning and it like got me so inspired and then I was thinking like shoot like well I can't really do this all if I don't give myself the space and time Mm mm-hmm so that's why I was like, you know, now's the time to start, like, allowing myself to take weekend trips and not be so, like, un- annoying to myself. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, get, right. I get what you mean. Well, but, you know, do that later and it's fun. Yeah. But it's, um, like, constantly, so- oh, and then once you complete it, you write the date and then you iterate upon that. So, like, if you wrote oh. run 5K, your next step of that goal would be to run a 10K. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And so I wrote on there, start a podcast, because I never had this list before, so I had to do that. And then, Mm -hmm. like, the next iteration was, like, launch merch, which will be coming soon. So, you know, like, stuff like that. It got me Mm -hmm. really inspired. Yeah, that's really cool. Maybe I should do my own. I'm going to put... A lot of what I struggle with when it comes to creativity is feeling the need to be some sort of like amazing world changing inspiring artist Mm -hmm. where it's like I feel like there has to be a purpose to everything but it's like tattoos I thought about this the other day okay okay like because my sister was talking about her tattoos and I thought you know some of them are just beautiful and that's all they are and they don't have to like have come out of a certain event or have a certain meaning Mm -hmm. they're just gorgeous and then I was like that's I should tell myself that because that's how art is and I don't need to make some sort of statement sometimes things are just pretty I have never thought of it like that because that's so that's such an interesting topic because I don't have any tattoos I've thought right but you can say the same for your songs this song doesn't need to change lives it will because I know it will, but it can just be pretty and it can just sound pretty. 
Yeah, well, because my mindset with tattoos is like, oh, I'll know what I want when something happens to me that will make me want to get one, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I, like, now that you say that, I'm like, you're right. It doesn't have to have a meeting, a meaning, yeah. sorry, a meeting. Um, <laughs> it can just be something that you like to look at, you know? Yeah. Something that you like to listen to, something that you like learning about. Like, that's such, that's such an interesting comparison. I love that. Yeah, because it's like, yes, the the famous artists and the famous songwriters have changed so many lives and they have so much meaning in their work, but it doesn't mean that everything you make has to have meaning because, oh, it was actually from Liz Gilbert, the paradox of art is that it's absolutely meaningless, but also deeply meaningful at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's meaningful like no to some person and then to another person who has a totally different worldview might look at it like it's nothing totally and you know what's so interesting is we get so down on ourselves because it's not because it's not up to par with what we think we can do what we know we can do and it's just so amazing how people can really like they take their own meaning to something that you've made like so many people especially from our last episode have reached out to me and been like I love this podcast yeah because I posted it on my Instagram and they're like you know what I'll listen and like even even some of my friends are like I'm so sorry it took me this long to listen to it like I know you've been advertising it but I really love this like this means a lot and I was like wow you know like you never you never really know and it's like there's the song that I released like freshman year Mm-hmm. It's called Someone, you know, and I did it oh, on Valentine's love, Day because I was sad, love, love, love. you know, and I look back at it and I'm so embarrassed by it because <gasps> I know you're not. So, I am. I truly I am because it's very song. simple. It's very simple. It's like not representative as of like what I want my sound to be and what who I am now. But that's you know? the beauty is that was valid for you at the point in time that you released exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. And I forget that. But then last summer, this guy, I don't know if you know him. His name is Brock Drew. He's like a high schooler. Oh my so gosh. he, so how do you know Brock? Mess- I love so he Brock. He messaged me. He just, I had no clue who he was. He messaged me on Instagram and he was like, "Hey, I love this song. I want to sing it for a showcase or whatever. Um, could you give me the chords or whatever?" He's and such I was a like, king. "Oh my god!" I was like, "This means something to him." So that's amazing. I ended up forgetting about it, so I never did it which sucks and I feel like terrible about it. But then he messaged me this week and was like, do you, could you give me this thing? I know you forgot about it last summer, but could you do it? And I was like, oh my gosh, it means that much to him that he wants to have this like in his Aww. repertoire. And so that is that, so precious. I know. And so <laughs> Sorry, that really I puts just it love in perspective <laughs> for me that I, I didn't know him. I had no clue who he was, but um but it just really puts it into perspective. He's like, he told me I'd cry many a times to that song. I love it so much. And I'm like, wow, even though it's like something that I should be proud of, I just get so down on myself that I don't realize how much of an impact it can have, how meaningful it is to someone else, even though, even if it feels um, meaningless and trivial to you right now, you know? That's so crazy. Yeah, and we change so much over time. Like, mm-hmm. even looking back at something that you made that short ago, feels like, right. what was I doing? Or, like, why did I sound so different? And I like what you said about how, like, you know what you want to sound like or you know what you want your work to be like, but then it's just a means of, like, bridging that gap between where you are and where you want to be. Because that's, like, my constant struggle is, like, mm-hmm. I have very high taste, you know? Like, it's almost like cooking, you know, those people that are so picky and they're so, like, posh about, like, their spices and, like, their mm-hmm. Thai restaurants. But then you look and, like, they can't cook at all. And you're like, sis, what? Like, you know, but that's just how it is sometimes as a creative. Like, you know your taste, but you can't really create it, which exactly. is a frustrating feeling. Think, yeah, I think comparison also um, I know. is such a big thing with that because we are True. constantly – bombarded by by media and all these Mm -hmm. other ideas like I was watching a show and they were just doing an like in the show they were doing an interview about something it wasn't even like an important part of the show but it just Mm -hmm. like hit me the guy the two guys were interviewing and they were like yeah the um 
our ancestors would be so astounded at all the information and all the images that we see today. Like we've seen more in our lifetime. It's like too stimulating. Than they could ever imagine to have seen in their entire lives. You know? So it's Can you imagine them like walking into Times Square and having like a heart attack? Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah. But I think because we're so stimulated, we get these high standards and then we compare and then comparison is the death of creativity, in my opinion. As soon as you start saying this is not as good as what I used to do or what I know I can do now or what I what this person does, you just feel hopeless, you know? Yeah. That's why I feel like it's important to kind of just think and write down or maybe just think of like your wins. Because sometimes we're thinking constantly about the future and constantly about, like, other people's work Mm -hmm. and stuff. Whereas, like, you could always think back and just think, like, oh, I did that thing. And then, like, I wrote that song. And remember when that person felt this way about, like, my art project, like, that was a a win for me. However small it seemed at the time, it has made me who I am today. And so kind of thinking back more to your previous self than to other people. Yeah, you're totally right. I'm going to actually right now, because I know I'll forget, I want to make a section in my journal for that, like wins, just like at the back. So that way, like I can have them and I can look back on them and say, oh, you know what? That was a win. I have this. I have this to be proud of, you know? I even did that last week. Uh Uh-huh. You did? Last week, I um, wrote down like wins from the week, like a little bubble. And it was interesting to see, like, what I thought was a win was different from what I initially, like, kind of defined it as. Because I thought I was going to write, like, oh, that I finished this thing and I, you know, more, like, structured tasks. But I ended up writing, like, I got to talk to grandma on the phone and, like, I made time for that. And, like, Uh um, I had a really good yoga practice today. Like, I felt like I was very present little stuff like that. You know, it seems trivial and it seems mundane, but then in the end, those are the things that really make you feel positive and inspired. Yeah. Those are the things that really matter. Mm-hmm. Like the little things, like, you know, I, that's such a I wonderful made myself thing about breakfast being, today exactly about like being a creative is uh-huh. just those little things. When, like when I'm listening to a song and I like there's there's a song called self care. It was a listen a long time. Oh, I oh I yes, I love that one. And um, she yeah. just says like, um, every day starting to feel the same. I want to drown in the ocean of my mm. pillows and blankets and all that things, all those things. And I'm like, you know what? That's like a little win. That's such a little thing that yeah. just feels so good. And when I hear someone else like express that as a win for themselves that makes me think, oh my gosh, I didn't waste a day. I had a whole win right there because that's something that I love so much, you know? Just those trivial things, those little things that you don't notice is what really makes you feel creative and makes you feel loved. I think art is supposed to make you feel loved and make you feel like you're not alone, you know? I think that's ultimately what creativity is about. That is so beautiful. And uh, I love I that get, you mentioned... How many times am I going to almost cry during this? My heart is so warm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me too. But like the self-care thing is huge. It's like people always put self-care into this box of like, it's not useful. It's unproductive. It's just like feel good, like mm-hmm. woo-woo, stupid, like face masks, you know? <laughs> but you know what it is? Feel good, woo-woo, stupid face masks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you know what it is? I feel like self-care for me, when it's gone, it feels like a hole in my life because it feels like it's actually like a tandem thing. Like to be creative and to be productive, I need self-care, you know? And I feel like if you are creative and and you view self-care as a waste of time, maybe rethink it because it will maybe inspire you more. Wow. And that (laughs) it is the process not the result that matters. You can sit there till you're mm. blue in the face, mixing and mastering a song or painting an art project or, you know, learning and studying and all that good stuff. But 
at the end of the day, if it's not soothing your soul, what did you really accomplish? If it's not something that you, that makes you feel good, what did you accomplish? If you're not proud of it, what did you accomplish? You know, and that is self-care. Creativity is self-care. You can't have one without the other. That's good. Wow. It's so amazing. It's so amazing how many things we don't realize until we talk about it, you know? Right. And I think people are just so afraid to be vulnerable. You know, there's this huge stigma of like, the fear of, oh my God, I'm going to cry again. Um, that's cancer mercury retrograde for you. How many times have I cried today? Um, but there's this universal fear of being known. You know, there's this oh fear gosh, of being yeah. known, but that's all we really want as humans. You know, so when we're afraid to be known, we're afraid to be creative and talk mm-hmm. about these things and talk about these yeah. issues and talk about what we need, you know. But once we are able to do that, it unlocks all these thoughts that we've never thought before you know that's literally creativity in itself we're just unlocking all these different things and these ideas and that's because we're taking them from other places allowing yourself to feel yes allowing yourself to express exactly you know it's it's the process not the product I can't I can't like emphasize that enough yeah and I feel like in that process it's good to remind ourselves that we're so young and no matter how old you are listening to this you are so young you have so much time left and it's like in the Frankie Cosmos song young I don't know if you've heard it but she's like I'm just scraping by blah blah blah. at least it's cute that I try and then she's like but have you heard I'm so young and that's like the chorus Mm -hmm. And it's so cute because it's like, yeah, we are so young and there's so much left to be learned and so much time left that to try to like force ourselves to reach a certain like five-year plan or make something of ourselves on some sort of timeline is unrealistic Mm -hmm. and unnecessary because there is so much time. Even if you only have a year left of your life, like let's say you just got diagnosed with an illness or whatever, and they're like, you have a year to live. Yeah. So much can happen in a year. You can learn so much. You can do so much, you know, Mm -hmm. like even like you don't need a timeline. You're always young because there's always so much time to do these things, you know, Yeah. like going back to our create time for yourself. I think you're so right. We're always young. Definitely. And I always think of, um, you know, those drives where like, you don't know where you're going and you have 20 minutes to get to your friend's house or whatever. You're on your GPS and you're just like, you can't change the music. You can't look at the road. You're just constantly like, what, where am I going to do east? Blah, blah, blah. It's so stressful. And like, it goes by so fast too, because you're constantly checking, 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 checking. And that's how it is when like you keep evaluating your progress and you keep thinking like, where am I versus where I want to be? Because if you're Mm -hmm. constantly thinking about that process versus destination mentality, everything just slips through your fingers by Mamma Mia. So think of my fingers every time. Okay, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen that in myself where if Mm -hmm. I constantly keep thinking, am I there yet? Am I there yet? do I feel good about this? No, I'm never going to be there. It's right. like constantly going to be a growth. And I think that's the yeah. beauty in it. And you miss out on so many good ideas and so many moments, so many life moments that you mm-hmm. could express mm-hmm. by, by faking yourself out, you know, yeah. like, like I just went back when I, when I get really anxious, I have to, I like to go back um, through videos of myself singing. Cause that's like, it reminds me of a time when oh, I, yeah. I could actually feel something. I'm like focused on one emotion, you know? Yeah. And so then I realized like all these I songs do the that same I thought, thing. I'll cry myself to sleep listening good. to voice memos. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> oh my but gosh. all these videos and songs that I thought weren't good enough, like what, what am I getting out of doing it and not say, right. and saying that it's not good enough? Like I could just right. love this and, and embrace these moments where love it where for I, the fact that it came from a place literally. of hurting or a place literally. of joy or a place of vulnerability you know mm-hmm. why waste it why waste something that you that you even just put a little bit of time in a little bit of feeling yeah. a little bit of your energy in you know yeah and why write it off just because like you personally like something different or like you 
I don't know, have a better taste than what you think you can create because that really just is comparison like we've talked mm -hmm. about. Okay. Me too. That was a really great um, podcast. Sorry, it was less structured, but we, you know, okay. it's more of a talk between creatives, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like just to, to hear what's on our minds. And if you learned anything or want to say anything, reach out to us on Twitter at Fresh Slate Pod. Not you to better reach out to anything. us. <laughs> <laughs> we want some questions, you know, we want that juicy, juicy questions. Juicy questions. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to our read, watch, listen. My read is, it's a little different from what we usually talk about, but I think it's important. As we're about halfway through 2020, I think it's good if you go back and read those New Year's resolution goals that you made for yourself. Genius suggestion. Last, uh, in January, because I, I did that this week and I realized, wow, mm -hmm. I haven't really been paying attention to this, you know, like, and now it's fresh mm -hmm. in my mind and I'm like, what can I do to go forward to get better? You know, what can I do to make those strides so that by the time we get to the end of the year, I'm happy with the progress that I made. So that's my challenge to you is one of my challenges. I have another challenge that I want to say at the end, but I want to okay. keep it. But. Perfect. I love that because <laughs> I love everything. Okay, I love that because it's halfway through the year. So mm -hmm. it's like mid-year, life audit, life reflection yep. time. Check in. I did this Check halfway in. through the year last year, and I actually did it at the end of May this year, but might as well do it again because, you know, exactly what has happened. But, um, yeah, you can just, like, reflect on your goals. And also, just a reminder, if – one of the goals just doesn't sit right with you anymore and you don't resonate with it anymore. You can always ditch it for Absolutely. a new thing that you're more inspired and like resonate with more now. Mm -hmm. For watch, I think I also have the watch, but I pretty much already went through it to just tell you what it's called. Um, it's a TED talk called A Powerful Way to Unleash Your Natural Creativity by Tim Harford. I pretty much already went over the important bits, so you don't have to watch it, but I recommend it and see what you what you take from it because he really dropped some nuggets it's a little bit boring to be honest not my favorite TED talk in the world but it was helpful um right. to, to give me some jumping off points for the future so yeah and I love the metaphors you know those are absolutely mm -hmm. um and then the listen oh perfect for listen we have a podcast in general I could you know say certain episodes but I feel like for different people they'll want to listen to different episodes it's the podcast called creative pep talk and it's led by it's run by this illustrator his name is andy j pizza super cool name and he's like <laughs> super hype you know how like creative people are just super like i don't know so like high energy i just love him but he'll he'll tell crazy stories he's like literally whack he's insane person but i love that and um yeah, they're just like really riveting conversations, like not super boring or anything. And okay. he basically does what the podcast is called. He pep talks you into creating more understanding yourself more in the creative sense. And it's so beautiful. And some of it is more structured, not just like hype, 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 but like this is actually how you can build a brand and this is how you can sell your art and stuff like that so mm. it's really useful i gotta check that out because that's something that i'm working on is branding right now i do want to suggest a few recommendations solely for this episode if that's okay really fast okay big magic by elizabeth gilbert and literally anything any of the interviews she's done on youtube are amazing and i've talked about her before a lot of this advice is from her um the second one is the artist way by julia cameron she's just this beautiful grandmother angel of a person and she has the most amazing advice and a lot of it is very tangible and like journal prompts and stuff like that love her thank you so much for listening bye